problems are a part of life. Some are very small and some very big. Having the answers to them is enormously valuable. Every situation, every financial reversal, physical malady, psychological disorder, broken relationship, career impediment, spiritual bondage, etc., is solved in Jesus Christ. But in order for Him to deliver in these situations, His word to the believer must be absolute. When a believer's absolutes are not absolutely absolute, the mountain simply won't move. Mark eleven twenty-two through 24 And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things, excuse me, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. When stepping out into the middle of contradiction, what if and but if just won't do. A definition of sin is found in Romans 14.23. For whatsoever is not done in faith is sin. With so much dependency resting upon the word of God, a believer must be certain of its truth. Truth itself is defined in God and in his word. Jesus speaks to the Father in John 17.17. 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. We are directed in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, Prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. God said man said, is committed to the defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is feature article number 459 that proves the inerrant veracity of the Holy Scriptures. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. They are archived in text and streaming audio and are, I, excuse me, and are iPod accessible, all at no charge. They are free to all, providing they are then freely given. Have you found the God of absolutes through His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ? Do you have the answers to all your problems? Would you like to have your sin and shame expunged from your record as though it never happened? Have you been born again? God said Manset has good news for you. Today is the day of salvation. Click on to Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God said Exodus 20:11. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said Isaiah 45:18. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Man said, The Big Bang! And here we are, from nothing and by accident. Now the record. God's word never changes. Hebrews 13.8 speaks of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, and today, and forever. Malachi 3.6 For I am the Lord, I change not. The scriptures clearly teach the earth and its universe to be just over 6,000 years old. On God said, man said, there are over 40 subjects that deal and establish the age of the earth. Don't be deceived by pseudoscience. True science always points true north. 
Former U.S. Surgeon General Dr. C. Everett Koop, when speaking of evolution and the human body, said the following. When I make an incision with my scalpel, I see organs of such intricacy, and there simply hasn't been enough time for natural evolutionary processes to have developed them. God's word is true, and because it is real truth, it never changes. Since it never changes, it has zero tolerance for all other positions. If 2 plus 2 equals 4, then 3.9 just won't do. How tolerant does this sound? John 14.6 Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And how tolerant does this sound? John 3.3 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. God's word is truth, and it never changes. Man's truth, on the other hand, is in a constant state of flux. His truth of yesterday is debunked by his truth of today, and his truth of today will be debunked by his truth of tomorrow. God's word is the solid rock. Man's word is sinking sand. God's word is the place to build a house. In the following paragraphs, God said man said will expose a few tidbits of man's sinking sand. But stay with us, for we have saved the best for last. On November 10, 2005, God said man said published its first feature on dinosaur tissue. Yet the first of its kind hails all the way back to 1992. In Discover's January-February 2010 issue, which highlighted the top 100 stories of 2009, the following information was found in story number 14 under the title, Intact Tissue Found in Dinosaur. When scientists uncovered a 68-million-year-old Tyrannosaurus rex fossil in Montana sandstone in 2000, they never expected to find traces of tissue. So when paleontologist Mary Schweitzer, initial analyst of the fossil, showed delicately preserved collagen protein, skepticism reigned. But in May, Schweitzer of North Carolina State University replicated the results and also announced a bigger find, a collection of even larger protein fragments from an 80-million-year-old duck-billed dinosaur called Brachylophosaurus canididenis. The fragments revealed more evidence of collagen and suggested the presence of two proteins, laminin and elastin, found in the blood vessels of animals. This type of preservation isn't supposed to be possible, Schweitzer said, but here it is. Her new discovery addressed many issues raised by critics of the T-Rex work. End of quote. This discovery certainly sent the evolutionists heading for the tall grass. It just couldn't be. There... Their cover is, our science of fossilization must be correct, and of course it is. The simple answer to this, their dilemma excuse me, is that the dinosaur is not millions of years old, but just thousands. Under the heading, Tinier Tyrannosaurus, the December 2009 Scientific America published the following. This past fall, paleontologists unveiled two tyrannosaurs new to science that are shaking up long-standing ideas about everyone's favorite mega-predator. The finds are forcing researchers to reevaluate the origin of the tyrannosaur's body plan and reconsider what they thought they knew about the diversity of this well-studied group. Our view of tyrannosaur evolution has changed drastically, says doctoral student Stephen L. Broussat 
of the American Museum of Natural History in New York City. Over the past decade, researchers have established that behemoth tyrannosaurs such as T. rex evolved from smaller ancestors, and they thought that the signature features of T. rex, including a large skull built for tearing into flesh and bone, puny arms, and running legs and feet, were inextricably linked to the evolution of large body size. But in the October 16, Science. Paul C. Serrano of the University of Chicago and his colleagues, including Brusat, described a new tyrannosaur, Raptorex cryogeni, that appends this idea. End of quote. Science News, November twenty-first, two thousand nine, under the title "Three Dino Ages, Not Dino Types." Three dinosaurs that were thought to belong to different groups are actually. Kids, teens, and adults of the same genus. Excuse me. Researchers report October 27 in Ploas One. I made a brand new dinosaur hall at the museum three years ago, and now I have to change it," says study co-author Jack Horner of the Museum of the Rockies in Bozeman, Montana. We've named twice as many dinosaurs as there probably are. End of quote. Yesterday's truth debunked by today's. We said we would save the best for last, and here it is: your great great grandfather was not a monkey. This year, the evolutionists are celebrating the 200th birthday anniversary of Charles Darwin, and his monkey is dead. All the pictures and all the textbooks, all the pictures and all the science journals, all the picto charts hanging on the walls of biology classrooms, and even old colloquialisms like "I'll be a monkey's uncle" will have to be replaced with evolution's new star. Artie, the number three story in Discover's Top 100 of 2009 is titled "Meet Your New Ancestor." The following excerpts are from that feature. Anthropologists are suddenly tearing up their long-held origin tale that modern humans evolved from hunched proto-human apes roaming from the wide-open savannas of old. The discovery of a 4.4 million-year-old hominid named Ardipithecus remittis, fondly shortened to Artie. Suggests that for a stretch during the early Pliocene, our ancestors instead lived in lush woodlands and walked on two feet. In fact, Artie's unexpected traits put to rest the whole idea of chimp-like missing link at the root of the human family tree. This gave us a series of fantastic high-resolution snapshots across an ancient landscape, a true picture of what Artie's habitat was like, says University of California at Berkeley paleoanthropologist Tim White. A co-director of the team, it tells us that long before hominids developed tools of big brains or ranged the open savanna, they were walking upright. The evidence suggests Ardipithecus is ancestral to the early hominid Australopithecus, widely considered a forerunner of our own genus Homo. Of course, given the contentious nature of the field, some experts insist the jury is still out on Artie's evolutionary role. But to White, the evidence overwhelmingly places her at the first phase of human evolution. Move over, Lucy. Artie may just be the hominid find of this century. End of quote. Goodbye, Lucy. Goodbye. In the November 2009 issue of Acts and Facts, science writer Brian Thomas puts it all into perspective. If Artie is presumed to be a human ancestor, then the century-long concept that has been taught as virtual fact—that humans evolved from chimpanzee-like creature, based most recently on the strength of a supposed 99% agreement between their genome sequences—must be discarded. This is because of Artie's unique features, which she does not share with African apes or humans.
In other words, arbitrarily placing Artie at the foot of humanity's evolutionary tree means that she negates the long-held concept of an African ape-like heritage. The chimpanzee then would have to be evolved on its own separate path. William Jungers of Stony Brook University expressed a concern that the researchers' presentation of Artie's hip structure as being similar to humans was possibly premature. This is a fascinating skeleton, but based on what they present, the evidence for bipedality is limited at best, which means the depiction of Artie is, as our ancestor, is limited at best. Conclusion. In his assessment of the significance of Artipithecus remittis, bipedality expert C. Owen Lovejoy wrote, "We can no longer rely on homologies with African apes for accounts of our origins, and must turn instead to general evolutionary theory, thus setting aside evolution-inspired ideology. There is no scientific reason or observed evidence to believe that Artie was an ancestor of mankind. In fact." There is every reason to believe it is solely an instinct primate, as uniquely created as any monkey still alive today. Based on the Bible's description of origins, one would predict that all hominids should actually be either holy man or holy ape. Based on the scientific evidence, Artipithecus was clearly an ape, and as such fits the Genesis account that each creature group was created as its own kind. End of quote. Man's truth is ever changing. It would be humorous if it was not so sad. Artie is no more an ancestor of man as the chimpanzee is, and neither are its remains millions of years old. Artie is simply an extinct creature created after its own kind by the hand of God just over six thousand years ago. Put your faith in the word of God. It's a truth that never changes. God said Genesis one one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God said Exodus twenty eleven. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said Isaiah forty-five eighteen. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God Himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Man said the Big Bang, and here we are from nothing and by accident. Now. You have the record.